Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How the hell are you? Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry I'm a little uh, dry, a little hoarse this week. I am so sorry, y'all. I have been losing my voice because it's just dry as shit. And it's pollen season in Atlanta, which if you've ever been below the Mason-Dixon line anywhere between, I'd say, March 1st and June 3rd, you know it's just... It's hell on earth when it comes to allergies. It sounds like I'm about to do an ad. I'm not even doing an ad. It's literally hell on earth when it comes to allergies. That's why I use Zyrtec. Oh, God. Although I am a poster child for an allergy commercial. Currently, my face is riddled with eczema. My under eyes are crusty as fuck. Um, my lower... I. If I was a man and I were to have a goatee, my goatee soul patch region is literally flaking off. I've got facial eczema because I rubbed my eyes after, I don't know, touching the side of a boat that had pollen on it. That's where I'm at in my life. So absolutely not to high pollen count, but absolutely yes to a high thread count. You know, I love soft sheets. Again, wow, my ability to always sound like I'm doing an ad is unparalleled. How's everybody doing? I hope you're well. Uh, Bear with me through my... Dryer voice. I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. I actually had a beautiful trip to the Turks and Caicos. Uh, oh God, I have to update y'all. Okay, on the last week's episode, I had told y'all, you know, we were gearing up for my birthday. Thank you for the wonderful birthday wishes. I had a gorgeous week, you know, just with the Italian stallion, and we had two friends that were in from Atlanta, and it was wonderful. It felt good to travel again. It feels good to be cooking with gas. We're moving in the right direction. Things are looking up positive. And I had no fucking idea that Sonia Morgan from the Royal Housewives of New York was going to be there. My buddy Jorge, who's the GM at Waimara, and let me just back up real quick. I think I need to explain because people are confused my connection with Waimara. My dad was one of the original investors, developers there, whatever. We've had a unit there forever and that's just like our place. So since that place broke ground, that's been like our spot. My dear friend Jorge, who is now the um, GM there, he's incredible. He's worked at some of the nicest hotels all over the world. We met a couple of years ago doing something, and, and now he's been brought on as a GM. And it's, he's just incredible. So if you ever stay at Waimara, he'll be your point of contact, and he's unbelievable. 
where was I going with this? Oh, but so I get there and Jorge's like, Heather, I, I cannot believe you manifested this. You spoke it into existence on Watch What Happens Live, you know, with Andy Cohen. I said, he's like, who's your favorite housewife? I'm like, oh, easy. It's Sonia Morgan. I live for her. I had no idea she was going to be at the resort. So I literally record the podcast, have no idea. Then like a day later, Hori's like, you're never going to believe who's here. Sonia's here. It was like, I, I, I put it out into the universe and she just appeared. It does not get better than this, guys. I'm telling you, ask, believe, you shall receive. This is what I will say about Sonia. She was everything you could imagine and more. She was fabulous. She was glowing. Her skin looked good. You know, she saw Dr. Giacono in New York. It was a new lift. She looked so great. Just banging. She's just a banging hot woman. It was just everything. She was so kind, so generous with her time. Kookier than ever. Like crazy Sonia. What you would think Sonia would be is exactly who she was. I fucking adored her. She had her price tag hanging out of her hat, like her beautiful Panama hat and her long caftan like the whole weekend. And I'd be like, Sonia, your tag. And she's like, oh no, girl, everybody knows I return everything. And I'm like, that's my bitch. You know what I mean? Not even trying to be like, I own this gorgeous, expensive caftan. She's like, no, bitch, I'm returning this to Nordstrom in two days. Don't get sunscreen on the tag. Like, this is my kind of bitch. She still goes to an outlet. That's the level of fabulosity I'm at. People who pay full price for things are idiots. You're not waiting for the sale. You're not driving an hour outside of New York with a cooler full of sandwiches to go to the Woodbury Commons outlets and hit Gucci on a good day. Get out of here. I live for the rack. I live for a TJ Maxx. I love going to Home Goods and getting two-month-old discounted snacks like, you know, coconut chips that would be $40 anywhere else. They fell off the back of the truck, but I got them at Home Goods for a dollar. Like that's the vibe you get. Sonia is so glamorous, so stunning, so fabulous. She's lived this very riche life, but there's something about her that is so unbelievably relatable. She's like our girl. You know, she's like, oh, you got to do a colonic? Do the colonic. Here's, I got a discount code. You're like, yes, Sonia, yes. I love you. I live for her. She was everything. So now I feel like that was the best birthday gift I could have given myself. And my buddy Jorge was like, Heather, I did not plan this. I wasn't going to tell you. Like this just was serendipitous. And the fact that you said this on Watch What Happens Live and then she appeared, it was just, it was like a miracle. It was like the universe spoke to me and said, we're all going to be okay. Sonia's here. You know what I mean? I'm truly so excited that Modern Fertility has become a sponsor of the podcast because this is something that I use to to literally figure out what my next step was in order for me to have children. I had ordered this. I saw the ad on Instagram before they even became a a sponsor of the podcast. I ordered it. I did my AMH testing. It came back low. And then I went and checked with my gyno and it came back low and they retested it. And it was just like this mile marker for me to realize, okay, things may not be looking the way that I thought they were going to be. We kind of have this picture perfect idea of, oh, of course, it's going to be easy for me to have a child. Well, that's not always necessarily the case. And Modern Fertility is this incredible disservice that basically makes it an easy, affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. And then you can literally share that with your doctor and get a game plan. I'm literally freezing my eggs to then be able to put back in um, so that I can get out what I have right now. Because as you get older, unfortunately, your fertility goes down. And it's really easy testing with modern fertility. They make it so incredibly easy just to 
be able to wrap your brain around what's going on in our bodies. I mean, fuck, being women, it's complicated. And it's nice that you have modern fertility to support you in that. Traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000, but modern fertility only costs $159 to get the same information. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely, you can get $20 off your test. If you've been thinking about it, if it's been weighing on your mind, or even if you have no idea when you want to have kids or what's going on, I really highly encourage you to take this time with this great deal and just check in with yourself, check in with your hormones. And so you know if you got a game plan or not. Right now, Modern Fertility, again, is offering $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. That means your test will cost only $139 instead of hundreds or even thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Modernfertility.com slash absolutely. So that was great. We had a beautiful time. And again, the Turks is doing a really great job with COVID and being and, and safe and Again, you go anywhere else, but <laughs> the continental United States and people love their shit together. Also gone back from another little trip. I'm going to be on the road, guys. Not the road touring just yet. Because again, remember, we got to wait for the theaters to open. But uh, I got a gig this weekend in Nashville. I'm so excited to get back up to there. Uh, I went to Charleston this past weekend, which I'm about to get into Charleston. Love Charlestown. Charleston. Then I'm going to New York for a gig and uh, then going to LA. So we are about to be busy, busy, working it, twerking it. Got to be on the road. I'm excited to um, be doing my damn thing. And it feels good. It feels good to feel like we're moving in the right direction. I had a wonderful little girl's trip. Little girl. I didn't mean to say like little girl. Like I wasn't hanging out with the youth of America. I, I had a wonderful girl's trip with some of my PKP sisters uh, in Charleston and, you know, half the groups in Vax or antibody tested all that shit. So we did it safe and we basically rented out like Charleston. We did a karaoke night. We rented out the whole place. Um, so it was just us. And it's, you know, it's interesting. I've got my, these are my girlfriends and we're in this nice little, like, like, I guess adult sorority, if you will. I mean, we call it PKP because it, it's funny to us. But we all met each other in a really interesting time in our life, which was, you know, we had girlfriends going through divorces. We had had people lose loved ones, career changes. We all came together at a very pivotal moment in our lives where we were trying to figure out like, what's the next step? And so I really hold these relationships I have with my girlfriends very near to my heart and dear to my heart. And I kind of wanted to be like an insulated thing, just really where it's you know, we're private about things, but I realize I share so much of my life, but my little, my PKP girls, it's like, those are, those are my friends. And, um, I don't know why I just got like, I had really bad anxiety this weekend. Not because of that. It was just like, I wanted to keep just us together. Like this is our thing. And I know people ask all the time, like, can I join PKP? And I think when the world opens up, I want to figure out a charity component of it where we can do something and go on these big trips together and have people join. And it's really just so cool, I think, at this age, being in your, you know, mid-30s, to have a group of other women who are like-minded, who've been through some of the same shit, who are all kind of each other's support system, you know? And, and some some of the girls are married, divorced, you know, we, we have a couple moms, like it's just, everybody's at this different point in their life, but still, I think you go through your twenties and you have your girlfriends. And then I feel like as people get married and have kids, sometimes you can lose those relationships. So this is like our little special group of girls who we just, we're just there for each other. And, and not that my other girlfriends aren't, I, I love all my girlfriends, but it's just kind of this like little thing where we prioritize, this is our time together. And it's literally, this is going to sound so fucking cheesy. It's like chicken soup for the fucking soul. 
You know what I mean, doggy? It's, I, I just, when I'm with them, my heart is full and they're so good to my mom and, and my, my godmother, Angela. And it's like our little group and it just reinvigorates us. And I'm telling you, Robin, we were at this karaoke bar. It's just, you know, our little group and we're all in, we, we're just together. And Robin, you know, is singing fucking karaoke, but she's been back. She's got the antibodies out the ass. She's having the time of her life. And to see my mom come alive like that, this is the first time I've seen her like really look bright eyed and bushy tailed since the pandemic hit. And it just felt good. I was like, we're doing this in a safe way. We're all together. We all know we're safe. And we just had a blast. But the point is, I, I know I get requests all the time, like, hey, how do we join PKP and, and all that stuff? And I'm going to figure out a way that um, as the world opens up, we can do maybe some other trips together. And maybe we have a charity component. We give back and we do something cool where this can be a thing where it's a group of women who just were supporting each other. And I feel so supported through the podcast. And I hope that y'all know that this is always a safe space for us to giggle and have a good time. And I met Sonia Morgan. So maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm just coming off the high of that. But here's the deal. So one night we, so we were trying to do everything outside and, and it's cool. We do, we like, like to go to a museum, you know what I mean? And then get really fucked up afterwards. But we like to have these cultural moments where we learn about stuff. So we decided to go on this ghost tour. Now, Charleston is always warm. It's beautiful. I love Charleston. It's one of my favorite cities. Been going there for years. But we just happened to roll in with this fucking winter storm. So it was freezing frigid in Charleston all weekend. And we decided to do a ghost tour. Well, you know, we're like, let's have an edible before we go. Everything's outdoors, obviously COVID. And um, we're on a rooftop at this bar while we're getting this, the rundown, the first set of ghost stories from our tour guide. And I'm telling you, I don't know what happened, but when the edible hit, I didn't pack a jacket. Okay. I did not pack a jacket for the whole fucking weekend. I was like, oh, the weather says it's going to be 30, but it's Charleston. It's always warm. It's, it's, there's no fucking way it's going to be chilly. Not a chance in hell. So I had this like really funky leather jacket that I got, this leather blazer that I got from Zara, double XL. That's what's up. Cause you know, I can only order their shit online. And I was like, this is my only, this is my only hope. So I had these new boot cut jeans from, from Madewell. You know, all these little fucking kids say you can't wear the straight jeans. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to wear my, my Cali boot cut crop jeans, which are actually very comfortable and cute. I love to flex a thin ankle. But I decided I'm not going to wear heels because we're going on this ghost tour and we got into a beautiful, nice dinner prior. I was like, fuck it. I'm wearing my, my, my Adidas, my Stan Smiths. I'm going to be comfortable. You know me? I like a sensible shoe. But the edible hit and there was something about the way the light was shining off the top of this building and we're sitting outside. The wind is whipping. Okay. It is like stage five hurricane winds. I'm in this leather jacket. My nips are cutting through the damn leather and the edible hits. And my girlfriend Candace just starts snapping these photos of me. My facial expressions as I am absorbing what this ghost whisper is telling me, I look, these photos, I put them up on Instagram. I've never laughed so hard in my entire life. Like I have literally in a million years never laughed this hard. I, first of all, I was like man spreading. Like I'm literally sitting in this chair. I've got one of those glow sticks around my neck because in order for us to do this night walking tour, we all had to wear our glow sticks. Even though it's a private tour, like I know the girls in my group, but we still wore the glow sticks. I put it around my neck. And some way, somehow this light, this real up light was shining up from the building right onto the side of my neck. And I look like the hunchback of Notre Dame. 
and I'm sitting back in this chair and I'm in my new boot cut jeans and my vagina is just out and I got my leather jacket on and my neck looks like it's 65 times bigger than it is. And my, (laughs) my face is just stoned. And these photos of me, everybody called me Olivia Benson from Law & Order SVU the rest of the weekend. They're like, Heather, you looked so enraged, confused, exhausted. Like I just sat there with my mouth open. Like, what is this bitch telling me? And our our sweet tour guide was six months pregnant, dressed like a pirate. And I was like, I feel like this is wrong. (laughs) You know, again, very COVID safe, very, we had our masks on and and we only took them off if we're sitting at a bar and we were outdoors and we were having our drink. And other than that, when we were with her, we had our masks on and we're very respectful of her. And she's like, no, I live for this shit. And I got a very Renaissance vibe from this gal. You know what I mean? But I, I, there were moments where I was like, you're, you're very pregnant. Should you be doing this? You know, we tipped her very well and, and of course took care of her. And I mean, the ghost tour was pretty fucking expensive. But the whole time I'm just high as a kite. Like, you know, is she going to go into labor? Do I need to glove up? You know, can I, we're standing outside of some of these graveyards at one point. I'm like, if she goes into labor here, I don't know if I can do this, but I'm ready. I'll do it. I've just had, you know, two edibles and about six Michelob Ultras, which if you haven't had a Michelob Ultra in a long time, I don't know why when I was high, I was like, I want a crisp Michelob Ultra. (laughs) Low carb beer. It's actually really refreshing. And my hands are just fucking frozen because it was so cold out and I'm holding this glass bottle. And then eventually the pregnant lady was like, you want a koozie? I have them. I'm like, yes. Yes, Kimber. I called her Kimber. Her name was Kimberly, but she made a joke at the beginning. She was like, Kimber, because she was a pirate dressed like one. And I just, I was high as a kite calling this woman Kimber. And I mean, I was just trailing this lady, obviously from a safe distance, but I'm, you know, I'm asking her every three seconds, Kimber, what happened at this church? You know, what? who stabbed who on this corner. Like I was so just into the ghost stories, having the time of my friggin' life. And my girlfriends are just dying laughing the whole time because they're like, you're so stoned. And you literally look like Olivia Benson on a bad day. Not Mariska Hargitay on a good day, Olivia Benson on a bad day. Just clutching my Mick Ultra like a ghost was about to rip it from my palm. God, that was fun. If you haven't been on a ghost tour, go. Go to a random city and just do it. Like there, it, there is something fun about being a little bit of a tourist, even though I've been to Charleston. I know the history. But we were like, let's get high and go on a private ghost tour. I was like, yeah, Gucci gang. Hell yeah, we are. And that's also why I have basically no voice this week. Because, well, I was in the freezing cold chugging Michelob Ultra as my ass reflux is through the fucking roof. And I got to do a wellness check on Kimber because I got to see if she went into labor or not. And the whole time I'm like, are you good? And she's like, oh yeah, fucking love this. I literally think she loved ghost tours and history so much. Like this was her keeping her alive. You know what I mean? She's like, I got a two-year-old at home. I don't want to be out. I don't want to be with my family. She's like, I'm doing ghost tours. I said, whatever you feel comfortable with, we would go at your pace. But I did have like a little bit of a moral complex when I got home. I, 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 you know, read the room. I said, girls, was that okay? And they were like, she seemed to be loving it. You know, and I never want to tell a woman what she can and can't do. I was like, listen, Kimber was thriving, making cash hand over fits. I just want to make sure that I did the right thing. Really threw me off, though, to see Pregnant Pirate. Got to be honest with you. (laughs) But anyways, I just want to say it was really nice to, you know, be with friends again and um, have those special connections. And I just want to encourage, you know, at least for 
my female followers, especially, we need to nurture those, those female relationships. And I know we all get busy doing our own things and we got kids and we got this and we got that. And I'm over here freezing my eggs. I'm on estrogen and testosterone. I don't know what I'm turning into. Probably I'll be a half sea lion, half werewolf by the end of this fucking thing. But it was so nice just to be around that female, funny energy. And we were all had each other's backs and we're all going through shit. It was just nice to, to have that connection. So I just want to encourage people. Let's get together. Let's encourage each other and um, call that bitch from college and see what's up with her. Call that bitch Aubrey and be like, girl, what you doing? How you been? You thriving? All right. That's what's up. And also maybe order a case of McUltras and send it to your girlfriend and be like, remember when we used to drink these in college because we thought they'd keep us thin? Guess what? It's like a spare rib. If you have enough, they're not spare anymore. If you drink enough McUltras, even though they're low carb, but if you drink 12 of them, you've still consumed a fair amount of carbs. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll never forget. I got food poisoning at the um, medieval times and they serve spare ribs. And this guy, Tyler, Tyler, if you're listening, in my high school, the next day I was like, guys, I am so sick. And he goes, well, Heather, they're not spare if you have 10 of them. And I thought that was the funniest fucking comeback. And I was like, he's thin. I'm not, but I see what he did there. And I laughed my ass off. I said, Tyler, you won that one. I've shit my pants. It's been coming up both ways. But you're right. They weren't spare ribs. I did house those. I should have had one, but I stopped at 12. And here we are, sick as a dog on this Greyhound bus all the way back to Atlanta. Um, but anyway, so I know we have a lot of voicemails. I'm excited to get into them. And I'm going to be bebopping around on the road. We're hitting Nashville. We're hitting New York. We're hitting LA. It's all work stuff. I feel very grateful that things are picking up and I'm so excited. I've been talking to my touring agent. I think things are going to start looking up. So if you have tickets to a show, like I said, hang tight. If it says it's been rescheduled, hang tight. We are just waiting on dates when things can open up. But vaxes are rolling out. You know what I mean? I'm feeling I'm feeling optimistic. There is light at the end of the tunnel. All right, y'all. As always, you can call into the hotline, the Absolutely Not line, 800-213-7503. And uh, I know y'all have been going through it. So let's get in. Why am I trying to sing? I have nothing left in these vocal cords because I froze my ass off outside all fucking weekend. Anyways, let's get into the voicemails right now. And as always, you can call in 800-213-7503. Absolutely yes to nurturing beautiful female friendships and absolutely not to the crazy shit I'm probably about to hear on this voicemail line. All right, let's get into it. You know, I love Spanx more than anything on this planet. Spanx is like, was created for me, not by me. I wish I was Sarah Blakely, but everything Spanx makes is unreal. Dude, I got their activewear years ago when they sent me their leggings and their new activewear that's come out is next level. People would stop me in the streets and go, who, who makes those pants? I'm like, honey, they're Spanx. They're Spanx. You can make moves and get heart healthy with confidence that Spanx has your butt covered and you'll look good and you'll feel good with the magic of Spanx activewear. From booty lifting and core sculpting leggings to supportive sports bras, there's nothing like it. Also, I mean, with 20 years of expertise and experience in designing for women's bodies, Spanx knows what looks and feels the best. Their leggings are next level. And the way that they do their hems, and I don't think this is like a, it's probably scientific, but the way that their hems and their stitch 
hit the back. It just sculpts you in the most flattering way. You're like, I look really good in these. Also, they have the perfect foam pocket and no center seam, which means goodbye camel toe. There's nothing worse than when you're out doing the damn thing and you got a camel toe. Listen, their booty boost leggings have a major celeb following and sold out within 48 hours. And they give you the best butt ever, literally before you even have to do squats. So this is a no brainer. For a limited time, Spanx is offering Absolutely Not listeners 10% off their order on Spanx.com. Check out all their new activewear on Spanx.com and use code ABSOLUTELY for 10% off plus free shipping and returns. Again, Spanx tests every product out on women of all shapes, sizes, and workout routines. And they've got brand new colors and patterns for their incredible new activewear. So check them out, Spanx.com, and use code ABSOLUTELY for 10% off plus free shipping and returns. Hi, Heather. My name is Emily, and I'm living in Dallas, Texas currently. I thought that this was going to be an absolutely not, but I guess it is an absolutely yes. So absolutely yes to being considered obese in regards to being able to get the COVID vaccine. Um, I gained 15 pounds over quarantine, and, you know, I had not stepped on a scale in over a year, and I went to the doctor recently, you know, gained 15 pounds, got onto my you know, patient portal later that day. And due to my records, I'm eligible to get vaccinated. So I took my happy ass to get vaccinated the other day. So yeah, absolutely. Yes. To being obese, I guess. Love ya. See, this is the kind of positivity we need. Look at that. You took a, a weight gain, a, a pandemic weight gain and turn it into what? Action steps. Um, it's interesting you should say this. I actually have two or three guy friends who were able to get the vaccine because they're technically obese. (laughs) And I was talking to one of my buddies and he was like, I mean, honestly, Heather, like I have been, you know, judged. I have been put down. Um, I have not had the same opportunities because I'm not naturally a thin person. And I got to jump the line in front of all of these thin hoes and get vaccinated so I can go back to living my life normally. And I said, look at that silver fucking lining. Silver lining to being a thick chick. And I'm just throwing this out there. You know, I'm very body positive when I'm not having a meltdown. But also pretty much if you, I don't know who created the BMI chart. I don't know what scientist, what doctor, what, I don't know, soothsayer came up with this fucking BMI chart. I dare you to go and and like type in your height and weight. Basically, everyone's morbidly obese. It literally says I'm morbidly obese. Not even just like, you know, okay, you could lose 10. You could slender out. You could trim the fat. It basically says my 600 pound life. I have already sunk it into the couch. I've got 15 pork chops lined up for dinner. And the only way they're getting me out of the fucking house is with a forklift and a crane and a prayer and a hope from the Lord above. I mean, it's insane. I literally do not know who created the BMI chart. Obviously, you know, it's like, all right, I put on a little weight. My clothes are fitting different. I'm not, I'm feeling a little sluggish. I don't have the energy. Yada, 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 yada. But literally, it says that everybody is on the like obese. Do it right now. Google your height and weight. And I guarantee it's going to say like, you're about to die. And you're like, I'm a, I'm a size eight. You know, I, I jog. What, what? I'm not a size eight. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying you listening to this now. Maybe your name's like Madison. And you're like, I thought I was fine. But apparently some jackass who was way off, way off with his measurements basically told me I'm obese. Everyone's technically obese on that thing. But this is good. 
Because if you are considered obese, even though I think BMI chart makes no fucking sense, go get the vaccine. Live your life. Get vaxxed up. Roll out. Do the damn thing. Gucci gang. Let's go. So I like that. I love how you were coming into this with a negative attitude. You're like, no, put on weight. I don't feel like myself. Everything's fucking tight. And you know it's bad when your skin starts to just stretch. Like Chris and I always talk about it when we can feel like we've had too much sodium or we're bloated because our skin starts to itch. It's just like you can feel it stretching. And if you're listening to this right now and you're like, Heather, I've never experienced that. I've never felt that way. Then go fuck yourself. Then you're not living my truth. But I've always been a puffer. I'm a puffer fish. I have salt. I I swell. I have any sort of alcohol. I swell. I have caffeine. I swell. I'm puffy 24-7, 365. Best I've ever looked, 14 days after COVID. You know what I'm saying? Best I ever looked, right after my dad died. It takes famine, war, tragedy, death, illness, pandemic for me to like kind of have a glow up. It's got to be dark, dark times. For me personally to then like, you're like, wow, what happened? Oh my God, girl, you're glowing. I'm like, my whole family just died. (laughs) That's the only way I know how to get my glow up on. Or I strip down and I make Jeff put on a bunch of sunless tanner on a mitt and he has to rub my body down. He loves it. He's like, is it glow up time? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. You know, like some people like to watch Dr. Pimple Popper. Jeff loves to sunless tan me. I think it's soothing. Maybe because he's Italian. I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's a thing. He really enjoys it. It's very ASMR for him. Maybe that's what he needs to get into. Maybe fuck real estate. Jeff needs to open his own spray tan booth. You know what I mean? And maybe start spraying dudes. I wouldn't let him spray women because I'm the only woman he's allowed to see fully fucking naked. You know, but maybe that's a thing. Maybe he starts spraying dudes and that's what you call the spray tan place. Hey, it's called Jeff Spraying Dudes. And then when he's interviewed in the newspaper, they're like, what do you do? He goes, I spray dudes. And they're like, is that your OnlyFans account? And he's like, no, it's, it's Sunless Tanner. Get your mind out of the gutter, Clark. But yeah, I mean, check it out. Do a light Google search. You might be fucking obese. And if you are, let's use it to your advantage. You know what I'm saying? Get that vax. Get your roll on. Everybody get your vax on. Everybody, everybody get your vax on. What? Great song. Oh, I used to love that song. Everybody get your roll on. I used to fucking vibe vibe with my Chick-fil-A breakfast biscuit on the way to school in my literally Christian school uniform. Like, everybody get your round along. Who the fuck did I think I was? I'll tell you who. Heather McMahon at age 16. Y'all remember, and this will really show my age. Y'all remember when the 50 Cent album in a club came out? We were all in high school. Some of y'all might be young, but that album literally shaped my youth. Pimp. I used to literally get in my car after school, turn on, and you know the beginning of Pimp. I don't know what you heard about me. And I would blast that song with explicit lyrics out of my very conservative Christian high school and be like, suck a dick, see you tomorrow. And I used to jam and I'd stop at like a Starbucks on the way home and get myself. That's before like when there was not a cold brew. You know, you got a Frappuccino, like a vanilla whip Frappuccino. We didn't know what cold brew was. And you just drank your milkshake. And you'd jam home and you'd have to make sure you got home before like five songs in to the 50 Cent album because then you'd shit your pants. You're like, okay, you know what? And the vanilla frappuccino filled with hydrogenated oil is literally run through my asshole. And that's when, you know, the 50 Cent album is, is two parts for me. It's 
good memories and also dark memories of when I shit my pants. But the whole point of this was, look at us. You know what? Thick girls, we're having our moment. We're cutting the line. We're saying, hey, guess what? Oh, oh, you want to tell me how I should look GQ? Well, guess what? Your girl's vaxxed. And the first place I'm going to a fucking all you can eat buffet. Suck my dick. That's what's up. Gucci gang. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather, this is Jessica from Michigan. And I have an absolutely not for you. Absolutely not to my boyfriend's mom pushing her Catholic religion on us. So we just bought a new house in a new town. And she comes over to visit for the first time. Walks in, shoes on, which absolutely not to shoes on in the house. Hate it, hate it, hate it. Proceeds to go up to my bedroom. I'm like, hmm, why is she going to my room? Proceeds then to get on my bed with her shoes still on, standing on my bed, pulls a Jesus cross out and tries to hang it above my bed with a commando strip. Yes, a commando strip. Jesus cross above my bed. She says, this will do for now until you get something better. Absolutely not to that. And get your stinky ASICs and your commando strip and get out of here. Get off my bed. Get out of my room. Too much. This woman called my boyfriend last week and tells him that she has signed us up to be members of the Catholic Church in town. So we are now members of the Catholic Church in town that we've never been to, that I do not know the name of. Apparently, I'm a member of the parish. Thank you very much. Absolutely not. I mean, this woman, when we go camping with her in the summer, she holds a mass, a church service mass, in her tent where we all have to sit in and pray the rosary together in the summer in a hot fucking tent. And there's too many fucking people in there. It's not a big tent either. There's like seven people in this tiny tent and it's stinky. And oh, the Lord died for us on the cross so we can endure that. I mean, and I have to make my lips bleed to not die laughing in that tent situation. I mean, the whole thing is just crazy, Heather. Absolutely not. Bye. I love you. Jessica from Michigan, so many absolutely nots to this. Okay, first and foremost, Catholics are wild. I'm sure I have a ton of Catholic followers. My two dearest friends, Christina and Ray, are both like devout Catholics. But I, I joke with them all the time. I'm like, it's a lot of tradition. It's a lot, like it's a lot. And shout out to Catholics. It's not a, a Catholic war. Like, so don't come at me. But the Catholic, you know, you gotta have it's a lot of idols, which that's their thing. Orthodox in general, you know, they're all about the traditions. Listen, I'm going to say something wild. I'm non-denominational Christian. I guess Methodist, Presbyterian. I, you do you. I'm going to do me. You do you. I don't have, I have like a diamond cross necklace that I got for like a graduation. I don't, but I don't believe in like, I, can I be honest with you? <laughs> this is going to sound up. Oh my God. You guys know I love the Lord. Okay, I love the Lord. I love him so much. I noticed though in a lot of Catholic churches, and my mom always said this too, because my mom grew up Catholic. She said, Heather, it's always sad. It's always dying Jesus. You know, when can we ever see happy Jesus, doing miracles Jesus, turning water into wine Jesus? It's always death Jesus. And so that's why my mom, for a multitude of reasons, moved away from the Catholic church. I am not even going to get into This is not a religious debate. I'm just telling you, this is something we observed. I went to a Christian school, non-denomination. No, it was fucking Church of Christ. Church of Christ is fucking nuts. Whatever. If you're Church of Christ, you know you're fucking nuts. Anyways, but mom was like, Heather, you know, I can't with the Catholic because it's always a dying Jesus. Why, why can't he be smiling? The Lord, I love the Lord, my God. And I know he died for my sins, but Heather, 
She's like, I, I need to see happy Jesus. And I kind of agree with her. You know what I mean? So let me get this straight. Your boyfriend's mom comes in your home with her fucking shoes on. Okay. Which is, that's a rule in your house. In my house, you can come in shoes on, shoes off. I'll give you slippers. You can wear fucking combat boots. I don't care. Now I have one big fucking rule. You don't ever put shoes on the fucking bed. Okay. Socks, fine. Bare feet, great. You do not get near my bed with shoes. I don't put suitcases, purses, or shoes on a bed. If you ever lived in New York, that's the number one way you get bed bugs. It is wild to me when I see people put a suitcase on a bed. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Trying to have an infestation? Put it on the floor. Get a traveling, you know, one of those little luggage racks that rolls up. Get out of here. So this bitch comes into your house with her shoes on, gets on your brand new duvet, and then puts a dying Jesus over your bed? No, absolutely not. I do like, though, that she used a commando strip, you know, and that's nice. That's nice because that way you could easily take it off without, you know, messing up your walls. I love the Lord. I also don't think that I need to have an an emblem, a photo of Jesus hanging over my bed for the room not to be blessed. Do you know what I mean? When I first started dating Jeff, he's a Catholic, born and raised. I got really fucked up at dinner one night and I started hysterically crying to him because I was so afraid he didn't love the Lord. And he was just like, yeah, Heather, I'm Catholic. I was like, but you don't get it. Plenty of people are Catholic, but like, are you like, do you talk to God? I was like 22. I got, I was wasted and I was so upset that I could not move on with our relationship because I loved Jesus. <laughs> and Jeff to this day is like, yeah, Heather, I, yes, I have a wonderful walk with God. Thank you. Yes. I am a believer. Yep. We will baptize our children. Fantastic. Also, you know, whatever religion you are, do you, maybe you're Jewish, maybe you're Muslim. You get it. Do your thing. But for me in my walk with the Lord, I was so upset. I thought maybe Jeff didn't love the Lord. And he's like, we're good. We're Gucci. You know, we're good. But that, but absolutely not. It's not about the religion. Absolutely not to this woman coming in, putting her damn sensible sandals on your new duvet and putting a crucifix over your bed. You say, hey, could we maybe put it by the, you know, the front entrance, maybe in the kitchen? I'd like the Lord to bless me as I, as I cook, as I make a nice lasagna. It doesn't have to be right over the bed. You know, Jeff in his car would have like the saints. And I'm like, Jeff, you know, Father Abraham, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's a saint. Saint Nichols or that's Santa. You know what I'm saying? I don't know all the saints, but I was like, I don't think this is necessary. You can't see the speedometer. You just got a ticket for going 110. Can we move? Can we move St. Nick over a little bit just so we can see what we're doing here? You know what I mean? Let the Lord be in your life, but let's also make sure we're being safe at the same time. What if that thing were to fall off the wall, stab you right in the throat? Well, (laughs) I guess if that happened, that was Jesus being like, enough. I'm done with you. It's your time. And I love the Lord. I do, guys. I feel very blessed. We have a close connection. But when people come in and they try and push their shit on you, that's when I'm not into it. I really want to say something so bad. Can I say it? I can't say it. Okay, I'm going to say it. (laughs) When uh, Jeff and I got engaged, his mother very, very casually was like, she's like, you're going to get married in, by a Catholic priest. And I simply, she's like, you know, Jeff's dad wanted it. And I totally respect their religion and their thing. And I just said, I was like, no, that's not going to happen because I'm not Catholic. I'm Christian, but um, I'm not 
into the priesthood situation. So I just, I just very calmly said, well, um, while we totally will have a religious ceremony and we respect that, um, also, um, let's respect my dad's wishes because he's dead and he's still paying for it. (laughs) That was fun to say. Yeah. But you know what I mean? When someone's like, you're gonna do this. You're going to go to a Baptist church. I'm not fucking Baptist. Louise, no, no, get out of here. Oh God, everybody gets bogged down in, in like what it is. Do you love the Lord? Great. Are you a good person? Great. And God says, you know what I mean? God says he's going to come back. I don't know what he says, but what I'm thinking, he's going to come back and be like, y'all had it all fucking wrong. You took yourselves too fucking serious. I gave you like, 10 commandments. And what did you do? Created your own because you're a bunch of selfish assholes. I say, to, I say to the Lord all the time, God, I don't know what I'm doing here. Show me the way. Open the doors. I'll walk through it. Keep me humble. I'm sorry. I messed up. I'm not perfect. But, you know, the organized, it's like, guys, come on. Everybody thinks they know what's right. Do we know? But don't really the absolutely not was about your boyfriend's mom coming in your house getting on your bed with her nasty ass fucking sandals. I mean, unbelievable. And but actually a bigger, absolutely not, is that you go to, you go camping with this woman. I mean, when you said, I go camping, I said, I'm out. I'm out. No, we're out. I'm never going camping, period. Much less am I going camping with, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, that's where I'm at. Okay. Shout out to the Catholics, love and light. Hope you're all doing well. I'm just, you know, I'm just spitballing here. Baptists are nuts though, okay? And I'm a Protestant, a technically Protestant, so I guess I can say that. Pentecostal snake charmers, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Y'all know I'm just joshing. Okay, love you, Enid. Let's get to the next voicemail. Spring's coming and you know what I'm going to do? Sit on the porch, inhale that pollen, but make sure I get that vitamin C when I'm having my crisp, busy hard seltzer. That's right. Busy is the first hard seltzer crafted with antioxidant vitamin C. And they just keep coming out with more amazing flavors. I mean, every day I'm like, I I didn't even know you could do this. It's just getting better and better. Here's the deal. I'm obsessed with their blackberry lemon. It's so refreshing. I'm literally, sometimes what I'll do too is I'll pour it over ice and then I'll do some blackberries in there and it's freaking delicious. I I just, it's it's almost like a muddled, you know what I mean? Like a muddled vibe. And I'm just obsessed with Vizzy. It's delicious. It's refreshing. And it's got that antioxidant vitamin C, which you get from the Acerola cherry. At 5% alcohol by volume, 100 calories and less than one gram of real cane sugar per can, every sip of Vizzy is more exhilarating. And it, it, it just literally, truly is my favorite hard seltzer. It does not get better than this. Um, here's the deal. I have got a way to upgrade your seltzer. You upgrade it by just going and getting busy. You can find out where you can purchase busy by going to busy hard seltzer. That's V I Z Z Y hard slash absolutely. That's busy hard slash absolutely. You must be 21 or older and always drink responsibly, but get that delicious only hundred calorie per can, less than one gram of real cane sugar and uh, get get those good flavors at busyhardseltzer.com slash absolutely. Hi, um, this is Lynn, Bryn, and Stephanie. Hi. Hi, and our absolutely not is microwave pizza rolls. Don't come at me with that soggy bullshit. They burn the shit out of your tongue. They get too hot too fast. They burn your tongue. You need the oven. Or they're frozen. There's no in between. You are burning your taste buds off. 
like barking dogs or they're probably there are no oh no our friend's talking to his mom we gotta go but i absolutely know this is microwave pizza okay first of all y'all are drunk as a damn skunk or high as a kite and I'll, i'll be honest with you absolutely not to a pizza roll could not agree with you more could not agree with this call more I don't even really fuck with the calzone, to be honest with you. And I know that that is the most controversial thing I could ever say. When I go to an Italian spot, I never go for the calzone. You know why? Too doughy. I really eat pizza essentially for the toppings. I, you know, crust is very important, but I like a thin. I do like Neapolitan style, but I like usually a crispy, thin crust. To me, it's a deep dish. Again, everyone from Chicago is going to be like, we're boycotting the Absolute Not podcast. Deep dish, while delicious, it's the opposite for me. It's the upside down. It's a little too much sauce. I like thin, crispy, you know what I mean? Almost Ritz cracker-esque. That's my kind of pizza. That's my personal preference. So then you're telling me I got to do a pizza roll, which is essentially a mini calzone. They're always ice cold in the dead of the middle. But when you bite into that corner and then you get that hot oil that hits that dingle dangle thing in the back of your throat, forget it. Call 911. You've just been singed. Had to drink some water just thinking about it. Nothing's worse than a hot pizza roll with the juice or the marinara just hits the back of your, what is that? The dingle dangle thing. You know what I'm talking about? Your vulva. It's not vulva. Your vulva is in your vagina. But you know what I mean? Your vulvula. I think that's what it is. Your vulvula. Um, that's how it goes. And I don't have time for that. Also, ladies who called in about the pizza rolls, you sound very high. And there's a lot going on in the background. I feel like you're in a hotel. You know what I mean? Like, what do you want from me? You want me to eat a pizza roll that never, ever cooks through the middle. And they never have enough cheese in them. The pizza roll ratio is always too much sauce. I need more cheese. You know what I've never fucking liked? And this is, again, a very controversial statement. I don't like when you get a uh, margarita and there's like three dollops of buffalo mozzarella. I love buffalo mozzarella. I I might as well get a caprese with an extra slice of bread if I wanted to do a margarita light cheese where it's like mostly sauce. Like, what are we doing here? You know it. I know it. They know it. I'm here for the cheese. So let's not beat around the bush and act like I'm here for just to taste the marinara. Sauce is important. Sauce is flavorful. It's effervescent. It's herbaceous. It's spiritual. But I need more cheese. Don't fuck with me and give me three dollops of the buffalo mozzarella and then tell me that's it. No, I want extra cheese. Then I want the melted buffalo mozzarella on top. Do you know what I'm saying? I need a sauce, layer of full crusty cheese, then the mozzarella, then the basil. Little oregano, bada bing, bada boom. You get what I'm saying. I don't have fucking time for pizza rolls. They're a liability. You could get it in your eye. Go blind. And then what do you have? A lawsuit on your hands. And that's on God, period. Great call. This is what I'm talking about. Let's get to the next voicemail. My name is Freeland, and I'm saying absolutely not to people shaming you about anything, but especially about who you have in your home. The other night, we had a get together for some of our neighbors. We've all been vaccinated. And we were outside and I decided to have some people over who helped us through the past Texas storms. We didn't have power for two weeks. People brought us food. People brought us wood to keep us warm because they all had generators. So I invited them over to thank them for their generosity. And I got a neighbor who I've never met 
send me a Facebook message at 11.45 last night shaming me for not including her and called herself the turd in the punch bowl, period. The end. Absolutely not to people asking why they weren't invited to your house. It's my house. I wanted you here. You would have been here. Thank you. Love you. Um, your name kind of out a little bit. I feel like it was a Sherry Lynn. And if it was, that's a great fucking name. That Sherry Lynn is a, is a powerful name. It's a don't fuck with me name. Also, I feel like you're a boss bitch in the next door app. So let me get this straight. You have a group of neighbors. You've all been vaccinated. You all want to celebrate together. You weathered the fucking storm in more ways than one. I'm so glad you guys are okay and that Texas is doing better since the, you know, the ice apocalypse. And let me get this straight. You invite a couple people over and this bitch has the audacity, the audacity to text you and say, why wasn't I invited? I don't know if it's my ego. If I'm not invited to something, I will never fucking ask why. I don't want to know. Clearly, in my mind, I will spiral and be anxious and think I wasn't invited because I know that they're sitting around a bonfire drinking Cosmos you know, with the burn book saying how much they hate me, but I'm not going to fucking ask, oh, like, where was my invite? <laughs> or like, hey, girl, oh my God, you guys got together last night? Oh, I didn't, I guess you guys didn't call me. Like, I will just act like I know nothing. I will act like I don't know their names, you know, that I've, I don't know who they are. We've never met. If you were to have a party on a Tuesday and I were to be walking my dog on a Wednesday and I know that you have the party because our neighbor, you know, our, our yards back up and I could hear everybody. I would assume in my mind, I don't know you. You could be like, hey, Heather, how are you? And I'd be like, como esta? You know, bien. I just would keep walking and act like we'd never met each other. That's how aloof I would be to the fact that I didn't get invited. Because that night I was probably at home by a fire wrapped in a robe, you know, just hysterically crying, pulling out one strand of hair at a time. Do you know what I'm saying? And then then setting them in the fire. But just to, it got really like hair burny smell. You know what I mean? And then I would take them out and then put them in a jar because I've, because <laughs> that's called a, a nervous breakdown. But I would never, ever be like, oh yeah, uh-huh. You guys had something and I wasn't invited? Okay, cool, cool, cool. I would never ask you, why wasn't I invited? If I'm your BFF and I talk to you every fucking day and then you don't invite me to something, then I'm going to show up to the party regardless. Like, if you don't call me, I just know that you forgot to text me or you probably text me and you know I'm bad with texts, so I didn't see it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, your wedding? I didn't get an invite. Well, I'm just showing up. That's it. It's two things. Either I just show up and we all play it cool or I pretend like I've never met you before in my life. But I'm never going to ask, why wasn't I invited? I will just show up to your wedding. I will just show up to your baby shower with a really nice, expensive fucking gift, mind you. And then you're like, oh, did I invite Heather? Probably not, but she gave me a great gift, so I'm glad she's here. And then when I'm on the fucking dance floor doing the cha-cha slide, starting the fucking party because your family's lame as hell, You'll be like, that's right. I remember. Like, I no, no, we invited Heather. I'm sure we did. I'm so glad you were here. You know what I always get? Ooh, ooh, ooh. The back of my teeth are itching to say this. You know when, like, you don't get invited to something and you still force your way and you show up and then you have, like, that one girl who's, like, the bride and she's, like, scratching your back. She's like, girl, I'm so glad you're here. 
this is so fun. You're like, yeah, I made this fucking party lit, Michelle. Your wedding at a barn, your barnyard wedding would have been lame as hell. But because I took seven Goldschlager shots in the parking lot, I got the party started. Black Eyed Peas style. Let's get it started in here. Fergalicious. You know it. I know it. Yeah, you didn't invite me, but we are never going to discuss it. I can't believe a bitch would just message you. I can't believe you didn't invite me. Bitch, I don't like you. Didn't feel like listening to your political rants on a Wednesday while we eat buffalo chicken dip. We've all blocked you on Facebook and in the next door app. Why are you still calling? If we were neighbors and you did not invite me to the vax, we've been vaxxed, get together, we're survivors, whatever, I would, again, pretend like I never knew you or I would just show up to the fucking party. And you'd be like, oh, oh what are you doing here? Oh, I'm here for the party. <laughs> you text me, remember? Duh. And walk in like you own the place. You never ask them, why wasn't I invited? Uh, no. No, absolutely friggin' not. Don't fucking also like passive aggressively try to like guilt me later. Bye. We'll see ya. I'm not dealing with that. You know what I don't have time for? That bullshit. You either force your way into the party or you pretend like you never met them at all. That's on God, period. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather. It's Izzy from Minneapolis. Absolutely yes to saying I love you before you leave your family or friends. Um, My family has been super lucky over the pandemic. Um, No one's gotten super sick that way, but my dad recently just got sick and I'm leaving my parents' house now. And I don't know, I I just was never super like lovey-dovey when I was saying goodbyes. And today I was totally that way. And I think that that's how it should always be. Um, we should always kiss and hug and make out with our loved ones when we leave them because we just never know. And yeah, absolutely. Yes. To being over, you know, just being a little too much when it comes to loving on our family and friends. I think it's important. So love you, love and light. You give me all the giggles and I just love you so much. What a way to, um, oh God, just wrap up this beautiful episode with the bow. I could not agree with you more. I love you. I love each and every one of you. And, you know, I hear you when you're saying you're not a lovey-dovey person, but just saying those words means so much to me. Because I've always, I, I'm a Pisces though. You guys know this. I'm so codependent. I, 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 love is my love language. Words of affirmation. I enjoy expressing how I feel about my friends to them and my family. My sister's an Aquarius. You're lucky if she'll put a palm on your back and embrace you in a hug. She doesn't like physical touch or really words of affirmation either. And I love her. But I think this is great. You never know what tomorrow is going to bring. You never know when that's going to be the last time you're going to see that person. Say, I love you. Tell your friends you love them because you do love them. That's a beautiful thing. I love each and every one of you. I, I'm so grateful. And even though I may not know each and every one of you, I'm so, I love you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for calling into this stupid fucking hotline. Thank you for coming to my shows. Thank you for being a part of my life. Thank you for letting me vent. I love you. That's a beautiful thing. That's a really beautiful thing to say I love you to somebody. And obviously say it if you mean it, you know? God, that makes me think of another person in my life who has been in my life for a really long time. And I was telling somebody 
the other day, I literally said this is so weird. And not to like, I'm not ending on a bummer moment, but I said, I've known this person for 10, 11 years. They've never once said, I love you. I, I Like, I know you don't like me, but at least do you love me? I guess not. I mean, that really can like change your relationships with people. Of course, I love you. Of course, your family. Of course, I love you. But when people don't say it, it's, it's yeah, I don't even know what I need to say in this moment to like wrap it up in a bow. But you, I think you get what I'm trying to say. What a beautiful thing just to tell those around you. I love you. I care for you. You're important to me. And I'm really feeling this like joyful energy. You know, I got to giggle. I got to connect this weekend. I get to connect when you guys call me and leave me just the, the dumbest voicemails or the craziest things that have happened to you. And I feel like if there's anything we've learned over this past year, it's just keep the people that, that are good to you and that bring you joy, keep them close to you. But remind them, you love them. I care about you. And that's a beautiful thing. All right, I'm not going to get sappy. I'm not going to get sappy. I'm on so many hormones. I'm on estrogen and I got to put testosterone gel on my shoulder every night to get these eggs ready for retrieval to then eventually be able to put back in, you know? So I'm just, I'm a loosey-goosey. I don't know what my hormones are going to do. One minute I'm sweating, one minute I'm crying. Next minute I'm hitting that punching bag that tacky fucking punching bag that Jeff put up in our gym outside of our house. So not in our gym, but outside that the neighbors can see. So we're the eyesore of the neighborhood. You know what I'm talking about. If you don't, don't worry about it. It is what it is. But I love each and every one of you. And I'm so grateful for you. All right. Getting some fun guests coming up. I'm going to be traveling. So I'm going to be getting some fun people on the podcast. If you have any requests, line my DMs. But as always, you can call into the hotline. I love to hear from you. Absolutely. Yes to live, laugh, loving, and absolutely not to the dumb hoes. I'm kidding. I love you too. All right. I will see you on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Like, click, subscribe, do whatever the fuck you want to do. Arrivederci. See you on the flip side. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.